Welcome to Talking Diversity, a podcast delivered by Dual Frequency. Uh, We're the three C's and my name's Charlotte. I'm Carly. And I'm Cindy. (laughs) Uh, And today we're talking about trans awareness because you may or may not know it is Trans Awareness Week. Did you know about Trans Awareness Week? I did. You did? Cindy? I have to say, hold my hand up, I did not. Okay. And that's okay. Um, And that's why we're doing this podcast is to be strong allies and to raise awareness that Trans Awareness Week exists and it exists this time every year. Um, And it builds up to the Trans Day of Remembrance. So Trans Day of Remembrance is on the 20th of November every year. And uh, it's a day that commemorates those who have lost their lives um, to transphobic violence. If you've checked out our resources on our website, you'll, you'll know that we've done a poster series called Let's Talk. And these were designed to promote like, positive discussion with young people about different topics within uh, equality, diversity and inclusion. And one of those is called Let's Talk about gender identity. And we thought this was a great opportunity this week to cover the three questions that are on that poster um, between the three of us uh, and then also put those questions to a, a one of our guest speakers, Max, um, in our Teacher Talk segment. What is gender identity? Let's try and unpick that. What is gender identity? My understanding of gender identity is that it's about that sense of self so you may identify as male female or something else perhaps non-binary yeah so gender identity is how you feel about yourself and and how you identify within yourself in terms of gender with with that in mind what what does trans mean because trans itself is an umbrella term but the overarching definition of trans Well, as you said, it's an umbrella term and it's very much used to describe people whose gender uh, doesn't necessarily sit with the same sex that they were assigned at birth or or not the same, sorry, I should say the sex that they were assigned at birth. Um, And I think what's important to remember is that trans people, um, you know, each have their own identity and therefore they might use a wide variety of terms when it comes to sharing with you their identity so the next question on our let's talk about gender identity poster is what are pronouns what are pronouns what are pronouns cindy on the spot on the spot um pronouns are he she they we is we a pronoun, Carly? <laughs> <laughs> We're asking the English teacher. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an inclusive pronoun. So Thank I'm you. to edit that one out. A pronoun is a, <laughs> is a word we use to describe someone when we don't know their name. Um, and it's, it's uh, the, the pronouns that I use about myself are she, her. Um, and it's really an inclusive thing to ask someone what pronouns they use. So... Uh, whenever I'm working with young people um, and we've not met each other before, we'll go through, tell each other our name and our pronoun. And it just sets sets the, the bar from the start to say, well, they're my pronouns 
and, and this is what I expect you to use when you're referring to me. Um, it's just a really inclusive kind of tip for you to use in the classroom. I think that's really important because pronouns are a, a funny one, really, because it's sort of um, a conversational method of referring to somebody's gender, which most of the time is irrelevant, really, but it's sort of this traditional I guess use of language that that spans across time uh, and you can delve into it more deeply in terms of how other languages outside of the English language perhaps are more inclusive in in the types of pronouns that they use but certainly uh, Cindy referenced the use of the pronoun there and uh, I wondered if it might be worth just touching on what we mean when we talk about the use of the pronoun there and how that fits with ideas of what it means to be non-binary for those who might not be sure of what that term means. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, when we're talking about gender identity, there's a whole host of people who identify as non-binary. Um, and that's, uh, it's basically an umbrella term for people whose gender identity doesn't sit within the, the binary definition of gender being man or woman often people who are non-binary will use non-binary pronouns like they or them there's a great website called mypronouns.org um and it goes into a lot like a lot more detail about pronouns and specifically in relation to trans identities so that's a really good one to check out we will also add that to our website so that you can be directed to that from from our site I was wondering, um, is there a polite way of asking someone their gender identity? Uh, what you could do is, um, is ask somebody what pronouns they use. Yeah, um, because gender really is a construct and it, it shouldn't matter about knowing someone's gender. Um, it's Absolutely. It's not really anybody's business. Nope. <laughs> But what is your, your business is making sure that you're not misgendering someone. And the simplest way is to say, hi, my name's Charlotte and I use she, her pronouns. What pronouns do you use? Simples. Yeah. And that way you're not making an assumption and then you're not going to be guilty of uh, being perceived to be committing microaggressions, shall we say. That was a really good question, Cindy. Thanks, I came up with it myself. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. Now, back to the show. Um, so we're absolutely delighted to have Max join us on um, the show this episode um we've had some lovely questions uh come in to share with max so let's let's get straight into it the first question uh what are the problems with gendered uniforms i think um some of the problems of gendered uniforms are that uniforms typically segregate people into groups and um as you discussed during your gender focus podcast that can then go on to create gender stereotypes. Um, in schools, when gender uniforms are enforced, someone is deciding that one group should dress one way and another a different way. 
they want to make a differentiation, but uh, for what purpose? As a trans man, my, my school years were hugely challenging um, and being told to wear a certain uniform based on my, my gender at birth just, just added to that stress. The primary school I ended up attending was selected based on girls not having to wear skirts um, as the other local school required that. Uh, whilst at high school, uh, girls could wear trousers but a different colour and a tighter fit to the trousers assigned for boys. That in itself is not a problem, um, but the fact that there wasn't an option to wear the same trousers as the boys um, meant I spent years making excuses to teachers who were asking why I was wearing the wrong coloured trousers and they often did this in front of my peers. Does a gendered uniform impact on your ability to learn and ultimately become a contributing member of society? Um, I don't think so. Um, do we need to impose a gendered uniform or can we just have choices um, so people can wear what feels right for them? And what are your top tips for schools when it comes to trans inclusion? Some tips for, for trans inclusion in schools. Um, I believe it's compulsory now for sex education to, to include LGBT, which is, just, which is a great start. In the same hand, um, it's important that teachers and other members of staff are trained and empowered to know how to support the LGBT, LGBT community. Because if they are trained, um, then it's likely that they can ensure positive representation of all minority groups, not just the uh, trans, um, in their teaching and resources um, outside of uh, PSHE lessons, which is where we typically see it. Um, as we know, the fear of the unknown is such a huge contributing factor to people's unconscious bias that the more we see difference, the more we accept it. Uh, for a trans person to see someone they identify with in a school resource, it can help bridge conversations they might not know how to have with their peers and families. Um, it can make them feel not alone, um, the same as when the media positively represents. Um, another big um, factor, I think, is does your school recruitment policy reflect the values that you are teaching? Um, whilst we can't always see LGBT in someone's appearance, it's incredibly important their views and opinions are part of the schools. Not making assumptions and accepting someone as the way they are um, is very, very important. Um, and not to question how they're dressing or how they are presenting themselves because they may not be ready to, to label it or go into more depth at that time. Developing a vocabulary around trans issues is hard for the trans person too. Um, and I think that's okay to have, have those conversations together when, when the time is right. For me personally, I, I didn't know I was trans until I was an adult uh, because I didn't know what being trans was. Um, I'd never heard the word before, except when used incorrectly as an insult by, by other young people. Um, I think that's a direct result of there being no representation of trans at school in the media at that time. Luckily, that's changed hugely, but the, the statistics still tell us trans people are much more likely to be bullied um, and often take their own life. Um, and I think the same principles apply here to any other young person you meet. Your words matter, so speak kindly uh, and ultimately be, be open to difference. And another great question. What areas of support might be needed in school for trans young people? Some of the areas uh, of support that might be needed in school for, for trans young people um, are, are similar to, to some of the top tips for trans inclusion we just shared. 
Um, but in addition to that, I would say, um, is there information about local or online support groups that is accessible to to your learners about them having to stand out, um, such as they have to go to a special place to get it? Is there a general area in the school that has information for, for all young people, um, including clubs and extracurricular activities and initiatives they can be involved in? Um, as we touched on already, having trained staff, um, I think having anti-bullying policies for all issues is very important and that they are actually implemented. Um, and two, two big ones, um, I think, that are important conversations to have, have now um, before you may have identified uh, somebody uh, who is trans in your school is uh, a school decision uh, regarding involvement in PE. Um, for me, this is a, a very difficult uh, time because I, I did want to be involved in PE, but because I was forced to, to use the uh, girls' changing rooms, um, this this became um, too overwhelming. Uh, and in the end, I had a ongoing uh, sick note from my parents, which luckily school just sort of accepted. Um, but it meant that I was excluded from this this session um, just for something as as um, as minor as not being able to change in, in the right place um, though at the same time I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable changing in the boys changing room either um, and I appreciate that's a, a decision school needs to make um, and that's the same for for toilets of course there's been lots of um, debates around this over the past few years and I, I don't think anybody has come to a uh, a one a one toileting ish uh, solution that fits all, but it is something that schools need to to think about and be putting plans into place for with the involvement of parents and students and and everybody in the school community. If you're a teacher listening and would like to take part in a future teacher talk segment, then just click subscribe, get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. What do you think is the most important thing now for, for teachers listening who are maybe thinking, oh, how, how can I do this? You know, I've got, I know nothing about trans identities. And like Carly said before, it can, you know, some, sometimes it feels, feels like switching off and not facing something head on because you're too scared to learn it. Um, how, how could we advise teachers who, and professionals listening in to kind of face their their worries and their anxieties about learning about um, a topic in order to be stronger allies? How? The first thing I'd always do is direct them to www.dualfrequency.co.uk <laughs> where there's loads of resources that uh, are available for free um, any time of the day or year for them to download and use uh, in their classrooms, whether they're teaching physically in person now or remotely bonus i said it better myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we as like i said before we signpost out to loads and loads of different different places so just do the work like take the time to to do it because there will, you, you might think that there's no trans young people in your school but the guaranteed will be and it's so important to be there for the, you're not just there to teach them you're there to support them to provide safe spaces for them to be themselves and to flourish so it's it really is your job to do the work um 
take some time out, Google. There's so, so, so many trans influencers on Instagram who put content out daily for free, yeah. literally teaching um, cisgendered people. And cisgendered is people whose gender identity aligns with that that they were assigned at birth. So I am a cisgendered woman. Um, so yeah, there's loads of trans influencers that you can follow. Go follow them, learn from them. That's a really simple and easy way. Do you have any tips, Carly, from your experience of working in a high school? about how, how you might advise your colleagues to, to do the work about unlearning any prejudices they have? Sometimes I think it just comes from being open to, to having the conversation, um, maybe challenging the views of, of colleagues if that, if that kind of needs to be the case. Um, I think especially at the moment, there's been an awful lot of transphobic behavior on platforms like Twitter um, and so it, it, it can be difficult to to be the person that challenges but I think that certainly that's something that I would do you know within my staff room at, at my school I, I would have those conversations and challenge people using you know incorrect language or outdated language um, I say challenge but I guess I, I mean educate really I, I don't want to be aggressive about it because I think lots of people are open to learning and and so I, I, I would just uh, encourage that really and I think that as Charlotte said before referencing your own pronouns and introducing your own pronouns gives students the opportunity to do the same uh, and I guess giving them those opportunities can really help them embrace and explore their identity. I just wanted to say I think it's really important as well that um, it can be easy often to not pay attention um, or to not look deeply into issues that perhaps uh, don't directly align with your own experiences. And I think that's par partially kind of what can be off-putting uh, just earlier that you mentioned the key terms. Uh, when you look at the the key terms associated with um, the trans community there you will find um, a pretty long list don't be turned off by that because even though it's a, a complex well identities are complex yeah identities are complex but even though it's a sort of um, perhaps a, co a complex list shall I say or a, a complex selection of of terminology is really worth getting to grips with and actually it makes a difference uh, to another person and to lots of other people when we do make those efforts yeah and don't expect your trans friends or family members to teach you that is what literally what google yeah. exists for <laughs> <laughs> agree yeah uh, and especially don't expect your trans students to teach you so we hope that we've raised awareness of trans awareness week that's the whole point of us jumping on the call today um and putting this podcast out it's just to raise awareness that this week exists trans day of remembrance exists and we want you to to celebrate it and and shout it loudly and clearly in your institutions yeah and just follow one new Per if you just follow one new person on your social media this week, make that a trans person to, to learn more about that community. It's that simple. 
yeah and i think again we can we can maybe pop some recommendations um out there for those of you who perhaps would um like to follow somebody that that you've kind of got in good faith that is worth the time yeah so here's a closing thought as grateful as we are that you joined us today um, and we always welcome you we're thankful for your time why don't you offer some of that same time now to go and listen to some trans voices and see if you can learn something there too Thank you.